Hey, welcome back to episode 4 of Love AA. This episode is actually going to be a pretty interesting one. I'm here with a guest of mine. Um, So everyone say hi to Faith. Faith is one of my oldest childhood gymnastics friends. Honestly, I share a lot of memories of them. A lot of competitions, a lot of leotards, a lot of just gym days in the summer. Honestly, I love gymnastics so much. This episode is going to cover my past gymnastics experiences um, as someone who did the sport for around seven years and also something to do with like how that, I don't know, kind of correlated into my eating disorder as like a teenager. Without further ado, let's all say hi to Faith. Hi. Oh my gosh. Hi. Um, Faith. Wow, shocker. Um. <laughs> okay, hi, Faith. So, um, Faith, you're like a content creator, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll oh put your gosh. socials in the I'm description. I'm putting a title on myself. I love yeah. that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So how did you get into gymnastics, Faith? Um, I think I got into gymnastics when I was in third grade. Yes, I was in third grade. And right now, I'm still doing it. I don't really have any reasons why. But I've been doing it for, I guess, seven years also. And I'm about to go on to my eighth year of doing it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that for you. You're like on the varsity team, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that for you. Good for you. Okay. <laughs> So how I got into gymnastics, honestly, like, I got into it because of, like, a friend of a friend. Like, unrelated to Faith, by the way. I think one day my parents were just like, hey, do you want to do gymnastics? And at the time, since I was, like, the type of kid to do, like, multiple sports and have multiple hobbies, I was like, I don't know what gymnastics means, but absolutely. <laughs> so I started, like, going to like SBCB just like once a week every Saturday honestly like my favorite event at the time I think it was floor or beam but I remember I have this distinct memory of the beam just being like really hard that that's not that's not meant to sound weird I just mean it in like a way that the beam was rough on my body as like a eight-year-old I don't know I'm terrible at this anyways <laughs> I hate beam as well like it's my least favorite event even until now oh really like, I never liked it I never enjoyed it and it still terrifies me so <laughs> honestly um yeah let's talk about our favorite events actually and our some memories i guess i honestly like i used to love beam at the lower levels because i think it was so easy but yeah. once you get to the higher levels it just gets worse like i yeah. don't know what it is but the thought of literally flipping on like a four inch wide stick weird that is scary and weird i'm like and kind of like terrified four feet tall so can you imagine how oh my god right like, imagine falling no i don't have to imagine hurts. like it does i've hurt. never felt like the worst but even if i fall like even if it's just a little slip or something it hurts like it bruises like it hurts oh my like, god really concerned. i don't know if you remember this but like i think i was level two at the time i was doing like a walk across the beam on a competition and then <laughs> my foot slipped so i ended up like doing like you know how in you know how beam like um like the you sitting? can yeah like the you... sitting thing yeah oh my god. <laughs> I, that's the that's the i like the cried after the but worst way to fall down because literally could you like i can't even imagine how much pain that would leave like <laughs> i mean it didn't like hurt me like directly because i was like leaning to the side so it kind of just hurt my thigh which i'm grateful for but i cried oh, um <laughs> i cried and then that's i think the judge felt bad actually. yeah I think the judge felt bad, actually. So I think I got like a good beam score. So worth it. <laughs> I'll take it, honestly. Like, 
if I have to get hurt for a good beam score, then it is what it is. <laughs> okay, I feel like a lot of people here don't really know what we're talking about when we say beam. So just to specify, we're talking about artistic gymnastics. So here's like a quick rundown lesson. There are four events. There's floor, balance beam, uneven bars, and what is it? Vault. <laughs> The way I almost forget, I've been doing this sport. I mean, I used to do this sport for like eight years. I don't know if eight is actually correct. Seven-ish is probably more accurate. <laughs> I don't even know. So what are your thoughts on the other events? Any thoughts? Um, To be honest, my favorite was floor, but then it became bars. Really? <gasps> yeah, I like bars. Damn. Like that is such a flex quarantine started and stuff but then now i can't do that because do i look like i have bars at home of course not those things are huge like hello <laughs> i don't think i understand how I big of a like flex that is <laughs> when you get into like higher levels you get to do more stuff because like when you're level one you literally just roll on it okay that's fair boring. point okay <laughs> So yeah, I hate floor now. Not really. Hate, really? I just don't like floor as much anymore. Because do you know how nerve-wracking it is to compete in floor? Literally everyone watches you because you're the one with the music and you're taking up the most space. Like Okay, honestly, scary. that is a fair point. Um, yeah. But I used to, I honestly, my favorite was floor. I like attention, if you can't tell. <laughs> I am the type of person to put on a show, so I like floor the best. I hated bars because I was terrible at it. Like, I still do not have the upper arm body strength for that. <laughs> but I think bars is fun, but it's also scary. I remember one time I tried to do like a back hip circle and it failed miserably. And I have been like slightly traumatized oh, no. since then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get scared too. Like, before quarantine started, we would train for, like, this mount on the higher bar. Oh my god. That really high. The high bar is so, yeah. That's very high. And I had to put my hands and feet on the bar. Like, you know, the straddle dismount thing? Sorry. Oh my god. And I was like, how many feet was that above ground? I don't know, probably seven feet above ground. I was terrified. I never did it again because I felt (laughs) dumb. I felt no that. We're fine. Yeah. Um, honestly, the most experience I've had on the high bar is literally just swinging because I. Okay, have I tried dismounting on the on the tall bar? Obviously, but you know, yeah. it's just just very specific instances, and I would never do it on my own ever again because first yeah. of all, that it's it's so tall. It's like my height times like one point five, if that makes sense. <laughs> like imagine me and then yeah. times one point five my height. That's how tall it is. And you have to stand on top of it on top of it. Like I can't imagine how like higher level gymnasts do literal like uh giants or yeah, like handstands. That is how do you not get scared of falling? Like what if you fall? What if you let go? What if you have your little stick it moment? I mean not stick it, wait. Um final destination moment. Like (laughs) that's scary. (laughs) Um, sorry for bringing in a really scary movie into this. This is a side note, but I watched Final Destination 5 in like 6th grade and everyone in the class looked at me like, Aya, don't do that, ha. And I'm like, what the fuck? Look like I'm gonna do that. Excuse me? Right, but I let them think it. (laughs) Because I'm an attention whore, so... (laughs) <laughs> it is what it is. Um, thoughts on vault. Honestly, I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to vault. I do have like a little ritual when it comes to like prepping the vault. You know how some people do like a little skip at the front? Some people just like um like lean forward and then run a bit. I think what I did was I would like run back, like slightly back, but not too far. And then I would think of a specific thing and then run. That thing, did it ever work? Absolutely not. I was shit at vault. <laughs> but that was my ritual. Did you have like any gymnastics rituals or like habits? Um, Every time before a competition, 
I eat something sweet. Which really? Um, honestly, it's kind of weird because um, I also develop, I think, an eating disorder. I don't really want to diagnose myself because I don't have a psychiatrist, but I do have symptoms of it. Go, bro! I need to go to therapy. Anyways, um, <laughs> you know this is slightly concerning for the both of us, but for the sake of the podcast, let's move on. Do you want to like speak about how it was daily? Um, like in the gym, how would you describe like a typical summer day? Um, without all the bad details Ooh. first. Um, I feel like I would enter and then I would always be early. Actually, surprisingly, really. Um, I would usually be early. If it's morning, I'm extra early. I have no. Oh my god! Yeah, you were always early. I was always late. Yeah, I was always early. <laughs> and every time I go there, I just stay there and I either take a nap or just go on my phone. Especially during like after school trainings, I always not really always, but I usually take a nap under the beam because under the beam has a really really thick soft mat. Yep. <laughs> I so I just slept beams. there because I was so tired. <laughs> um, then coach would probably scold me because I should be getting ready instead of sleeping. And then if it was summer, do we jog first? I feel like we don't. I feel like yeah, we, we jog, first. right? I think we jog like in the middle of training. Wait, I feel like we don't do it in the middle. I mean, okay, so what really happens is don't we do like conditioning first and then we go to the other yeah. building to do jogging? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we do the skills like after jogging. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we have a different experience when it comes to gym i mean yeah. just like the typical day because i was always late i don't know why <laughs> for so the true. life of for the life of me i could late. not be early <laughs> we're literally almost done and you just come like <laughs> hello okay to be fair i'm only like super super late when it's um after school days because i don't go to sbcv i go to plastic zion so you yeah, know yeah. there's like a travel time usually when i get there it's like 4 or 4 30 and there's like an hour left of training but it's fine <laughs> But I was still late during Saturdays, so I guess I don't really have an excuse. Honestly, I think it's just because I have terrible time management habits. I still do now, so I guess that's <laughs> the consequences of my action. <laughs> As Aya's friend, I can confirm that. Oh, right. uh, not, me, not me spilling tea on, you, on your own podcast. Um, I mean, it's not like... Uh, um, it's not like anybody is surprised. I'm like, I don't know why I'm always late. I just am. I swear, like, I try to be on time. But for some reason... When I'm stressed, time just seems to go by faster. Like Oh, that's so true. Right? Like September went by really fast and the whole month I was stressed. So Oh my god, I felt that. Um honestly <laughs> that <laughs> that has been my months, um, or like my weeks since school started. I feel like super stressed. Like it has gone by so fast, but at the same time, like I'm so tired, I want nothing more than to sleep. Okay, we're gonna get into the heavy stuff now. Um, I don't know if I put like a trigger warning on this already, but we are gonna talk about like disordered eating habits. So if that's not helpful for you, honestly, you could honestly just like go take care of yourself first, and you can leave. Um, this is me kicking out anyone who has to take care of themselves. <laughs> you know how the coaches would like comment on your body? If does that make sense? I don't think it was just was coaches a constant though. Constant thing. Like, yeah, it was so normal. It was, like, coaches and parents, even. Oh, my God. This is a really side note, but, like, I was always deemed to, like, not have the gymnast body because, I don't know. Like, as a kid, I was just, like, really naturally, like, bony and skinny. And my sibling, he was, like, more, I don't know. He was, like, more muscular, stronger than me. So they're, like, okay, he's a gymnast. You're not really a gymnast. You're more, like, a rhythmic gymnastics type of beat. And I'm, like, uh... But I'm an artistic gymnast. What do you mean? I don't know. So, like, <laughs> that spiraled from me just, like, feeling shit about myself to, like, carb loading and then switching back to starving. I don't know. Like, obviously, that like, that's a really vicious cycle and it doesn't just develop, like, that, right? 
it takes yeah, like years yeah, yeah. of people implementing that into your head and then yeah. like you realize you're doing it without realizing <laughs> that sentence didn't make sense i just mean like i only noticed when i don't know like when i chose to notice because it was so easy for me to just like brush it off as something like oh no i'm just being healthy i'm taking care of my body because i'm a gymnast like i'm not supposed to eat normally i'm supposed to be constantly hungry or constantly full yeah um honestly that really fucked me up for the rest of my life because <laughs> now i i'm terrible at telling when i'm hungry and when i'm not and whether yeah. like i feel a That's lot so of guilt true. when it comes food which is actually so sad because gymnasts should be eating food we should be getting fuel for our body for training yeah. but you know it's just hard <laughs> that was that was so sad you remember when like it was someone's birthday or like christmas or something we'd have like a party right right after training oh my gosh yeah it was so fun but also so depressing yeah like like, it was so fun to bond with like each other and just finally talk after yeah. training. We also talked with the coaches and stuff like. Oh my god! We honestly, yeah, we're like friends with people. <laughs> but the thing is, even though like we socialized like that, we were still separated. Like grade schoolers were always separated with high schoolers, and like if we were all together, it was so awkward. And like, oh my god! Yeah, I felt this that. team, quote unquote. Honestly, I'm so sorry for shading on the coaches, but like. Honestly, we weren't really a team, like, especially on my end when, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to shade on, like, our team captains, because honestly, they did a really good job, and I'm really Yeah, you don't have to, it's okay. Us, but gymnastics is an individual sport, so obviously, you know, we were always competing with each other, and I feel like that caused me to have, like, this perfectionist mindset, because right now, honestly, I hate it. When, like, I'm not the person I want to be. And I feel like gymnastics heavily influenced that because, like, we always see our scores and we would even compare our scores if you. If you oh know. my God, yeah. Would, like, oh my gosh, what did what score did you get on beam? What score did you get on, like, this, like that? And, like, when we fall, example, sa beam, we fall, people are so, they feel so bad for us and i'm just like why do you feel bad for me because you're gonna be higher than me does that make sense oh my god yeah there's like, like the such a pity mindset as someone who wanted to be like the best version of myself if someone pitied me i felt like i was losing to them because they thought of me as someone lower does that yeah. make sense i don't know if other people like think I, that, it, that makes sense to me oh my god yeah. like <laughs> you know whenever i trained at the other gym like club gymnastica i'm not shading anyone by the way this is a side note yeah. no shade to anyone uh we're just trying to talk oh. about our experiences but whenever yeah. i would go to like club gymnastica i always felt that like weird aura of people just like judging me but also like yeah. pitying me does that make sense they're like oh you're from svcv oh so that's why you're like that and i'm like huh what do you mean yeah. that's why i'm like this oh my gosh. okay i'll share also my experience because yeah. like, i trained there once like, it was a one-time thing because, like, first of all, their tuition is very expensive. Second of all, um, I just wanted to try it out. And they're so different from our gym because, like, they're way more strict. Like, the people there are so different because, like, yung tipong pagpasok mo, you're gonna feel like, oh, they, they eat and breathe gymnastics. Like, oh literally, God, yeah. their whole life is gymnastics. That's their personality. That's what they do. That's They're gonna be an Olympian. Like, that's what I had in my head because yun din yung sinasabi nila, coach. Like, you have to beat CGP because then you'll be the better team or, like, the better competitor because you beat them. It was so bad. Like, Honestly, I hate that mindset, but that is really accurate. Like, 
I think the, I just realized like I think the reason why is in SPCB SPCB is like a school right so yeah, yeah. the culture there is like study gymnastics like study sports and then home you know it's like a cycle yeah. and there's like a lot yeah, of things yeah. in between but when it comes yeah. to club gymnastica um, they're not like a school it's they're just, just like gymnastics. a gym yeah so people like go there to train only they don't go there because they're yeah. like varsity of the school and so I think that's and why plus, like SPCP is run by nuns so I feel like <laughs> They had to be kind to us just because the higher the people in the board, I guess, are nuns. So they had to be nice to their students, which is honestly very sad if you think about it. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I don't really like, um, I don't know. I think sports at a young age is fine, right? But really intense sports, like to the point where it becomes your sense of self-worth. Like if you look at a score and you feel validated, then like that's fine, right? But... Yeah. When you look at that same score, if it's not what you want it to be, that makes you feel like shit. And yeah, I hated exactly. that. Yeah, I hated that it's culture like so much. It's like having a second school. Like, you know how you have expectation of, expectations on yourself when you, like, study yeah. really hard for an exam. And then you fail and you just sit there staring at it and feeling like you could have done better. Like, it's doubling the pressure you have on yourself when you're attending school. Like, that's what it feels like. I That really just sunk into me. I think that that really competitive <laughs> culture... <Period. laughs> really competitive culture like in school and um like in gymnastics i think that that really contributed to my um like disordered eating mindset because when you think of eating disorders people think it's like oh just not wanting to eat but i feel like it's so much more than that right yeah it's 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 purely mental it means that when you look at something you think about like okay what am i gonna do about this later what like will i work out will i you know Mm -hmm. weird details that i don't want to mention like <laughs> I don't know and you get obsessed with the idea of looking perfect really really scary I don't really like that with like I was very torn between like what my body should look like like what you said like should I look muscular should I look skinny what am I supposed to look like who should be my role model because like all of these Olympians you know had like really big bodies and stuff and I'm like yeah why don't I look like that <laughs> Like I was so confused with how uh, how I was supposed to perform how how oh my gosh I'm stuttering it's okay how I was supposed to perform and like how am I supposed to look like or how much am I supposed to train like all these things were always on my mind and that really fucked me up like literally fucked my brain up and it's so bad like hindi naman sa you shouldn't enroll your kids or something to you know an extracurricular because. It's really good, you know, to have something outside of academics. There's, like, a certain extent to when it literally affects the way you think about yourself. It's probably the root cause of all of my um, body image issues and all that. I Yeah, you're, that was really articulate and so right. Because, like, <laughs> thinking about the way your body looks at such a young age, that really changes yeah. you as a person when you look at yourself. Like, even if you retire, even if you're done with gymnastics, when you look at yourself, you think, like, oh, so now I have to, like, follow what like the beauty standards now i don't know it's like weird because the gymnastics beauty standards are kind of different i don't like using the term beauty standards but i don't know like when you look at olympians they're like big strong muscly and that is good that is good for them i don't know i just wish i could tell myself like as a child that i did not look like them not because i wasn't training hard enough but because i was a child i don't know why you would expect like 
a literal nine-year-old to have like yeah, Olympian muscles, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you expect me to look like? Especially like when coach would comment and stuff. Um, oh my god! I yeah. actually experienced this. Like, there were these times where I would enter with my mom, and I would always overhear like she should eat more because like she's not gaining muscle and stuff like that. Th- those weren't their exact words, but like that's how I interpreted it as. I feel like I shouldn't be thinking about that as, you know, an 11-year-old. I was 11. Oh my god, yeah. That I really like fucks you up. I shouldn't be talking or, like, thinking about my weight at that time because I'm not even a teenager yet. Like, <laughs> Right? Oh my god. Speaking Those are of not coaches, normal thoughts for an 11-year-old. Yeah, I feel like an 11-year-old should be playing with slime, not thinking about their weight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we should have been talking about Shopkins, not yeah. What the heck? Gymnastics is really, really fucked me up. I still love the sport, but yeah. yeah, speaking of coaches talking to you like as a young athlete, coach would literally just tell me directly, like, oh, you need to gain more muscle. And yeah. Okay, fair point. I am like a bony skinny child. But mm-hmm. I was a child. I don't know what you expected me to do. Yeah. I don't know. And I swear to God, like, every time I would eat a meal, or, like, every time I just e- ate a meal with rice, my parents or coach, or I had something at the back of my head telling me, like, okay, this is good. Carb load, good. Like, eat more. Eat, eat, eat. Keep going. Yeah. And then after, like, forcing myself to eat, I'd be like, okay, wait. I feel like shit. Like, physically. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. The guilt just comes back. Okay. Yeah fuck this like i don't know uh, for the last few years that i spent in gymnastics i think it was really like an unhealthy relationship um with my body mm-hmm. and with food mm-hmm. i would feel really guilty for eating this is like a mm-hmm. side note i don't know i just wanted to i was like really stressed i wanted to feel like more control over my life so i was like okay so i'm going to stop for a bit and i'll just continue when i'm at the gym so i don't know it was like a really bad cycle like my stomach problems now actually terrible <laughs> i really don't recommend it i don't know why oh i gosh. said recommend but yeah i always have this thought at the back of my head like even now where like i'm not even in gymnastics anymore but up till now when i eat like anything sweet anything that is not branded as healthy i'm like okay if it, if coach knew i was eating this and it was like it's competition season right if coach knew i was eating mm-hmm. this bro she would be so mad i don't know <laughs> That really fucks oh. you up. Now that, like, you mentioned about it, going back to, like, the events thing, donuts were, you know, the staple. Coach would always say, like, ano, kakain ka na naman ng donut. I would still eat them, but now I don't eat donuts ever during events because to me it felt like something was wrong. Like, that I shouldn't be doing that because apparently donuts are, you know, very unhealthy and apparently I'll gain weight if I do that and I won't reach, like, the body that I want just because of having a bite of it. Like, literally, I cannot eat a donut anymore. Like, physically, I cannot. Like, it it just rejects it. Honestly, <laughs> gosh, that's so bad. But That is really bad, but I felt that. Like, yeah. I just have this, like, weird feeling whenever i eat sweets now because i feel so guilty but at Mm -hmm. the same time i want to be in recovery right i just want to be okay with food like i think in like one time in grade seven um it was like a new school for me i just moved to plastic science new classmates and all um one of my friends now i mean one of my friends at the time and who's my best friend right now she like treated the whole class to ice cream from the canteen Mm -hmm. and i don't know i'm pretty sure like that day i was just i just felt like really shitty um 
I used to be like so proud that I was like, oh no, I don't eat ice cream because it's so unhealthy. Like I don't eat <laughs> this and that because I'm a gymnast and I'm healthy and I am yeah. like in control of my body. But that that really fucks you up because now whenever I eat ice cream, that's all I can think of. I'm like, okay, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> I felt that like what you said earlier about the donut thing. I mm-hmm. I don't know. When I eat donuts now, it's weird because I have a like a yeah. like a pit feeling in my stomach. I'm like, coach would hate this. It's like I see a donut. That's all I can remember. Like it, it's kind of like on a loop thing. Like, are you supposed to eat that? When it comes to diets, I didn't really diet until like ninth grade. So like six years later, I didn't really diet because I felt like my body was all right. Not until I entered high school, where like you know puberty and stuff and physical changes like my metabolism wasn't as fast as before i always watched my carbs if i never really ate not really never but like i really lessened my carbs at that time i wouldn't really track my weight but i would always see how much i weigh um to be completely transparent on here because i feel like this is a safe space for me to say this yeah i haven't changed my weight in two years I still weigh the same since I was in ninth grade and I'm in eleventh grade. Really? Wait, have you gotten taller yeah. since then? I know, it does it didn't change. It always stayed in the same number. That is like, kind the, of only fucked the up. Decimal changes. Okay, what you said earlier about like like coaches would tell you like if you eat this, it'll all spiral into you not winning. That yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, so yeah. fucked up because why is me eating like a munchkin gonna turn into me? getting like yeah. last place that doesn't make yeah, sense to exactly. me but yeah. at the time that was like ingrained into my head i'm like okay don't eat this don't eat that because you want to win you want to win i'm gonna be honest i've literally only won like first place at a competition one time ever in my whole career as a gymnast um I've i think it was Baholan. first place ever oh that fucks you up that really fucks you up Bro, like like bef- during competitions, I hated the awarding because I knew I Dude. wouldn't place in any of them. Oh my god, I felt like that. my uh. highest was probably third place in one event, and that fucked me up so bad. I mean, I don't really have a problem with the rankings because I like to know what my ranking is, obviously. Yeah, same. But you know, if you're getting ranked from when you were, I don't know, nine years old. It ruins the way you think about yourself. It'll impact you once you get older. Because then you'll realize all these things, you'll think about them, and then that's the only thing you're going to end up thinking about. As a child, I didn't realize that the thing I, the things I was thinking was so wrong and like so fucked up. Because I was just like, no, this is how it's always been. Since I got into gymnastics, mm-hmm. this is my life now. I love gymnastics, so there's nothing wrong with this, right? I, that really changes you. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's so weird because... The one time that I won first place, did I feel really proud of myself? Yeah. But had I also been like kind of like thinking about my body and the way I'd perform and like my food and all the stuff that day? Also, yeah. So that ingrained into my head like, oh, okay. So coach was right. To win, I need to constantly think about yeah. this and that, you know? And I think like the next competition was like a year after. Actually, no, not a year after. Like three months after. Um, It was like the animal meetup in September. That's actually my last competition. I don't even I don't even think I placed. I don't even I don't even think I placed in the overalls. Maybe like a fifth I think or sixth. Last competition too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's I don't know. Been years. What the like, heck? Okay, continue. <laughs> that really like fucked me up because I was like, oh, um, so for the past three months, 
after I won first in Baholod, I can't even place in the top three now. Um, yeah. So what am I doing wrong? You know? But also, like, that week was also my exam week. <laughs> so I had so much oh. more other problems that time. Yeah. I wanted so badly to be t- the type of person who, like, eats, breathes, sleeps, gymnastics, right? And I guess I was in my head. I don't know. I think externally, I was a student and a gymnast at the same time, right? I don't know why I made it such a big deal at the time that I was studying in like a science high school and whatever, but that became my personality trait outside of gymnastics because I didn't yeah. know what else I had, you know? Like, yeah. if if I was bad at gymnastics, then I should at least be good at, at something else, right? Speaking of school, like, in 7th and 8th grade, I was actually, like, really terrible at it. So, <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be really, like, hard to admit, but in school... I would like brand myself as like a really good gymnast, right? But in mm-hmm. gymnastics, I would brand myself as a really good student when in reality, I was just doing both of those activities like really shittily. Like I was mm-hmm. not, I was like mediocre at gymnastics and mediocre at school. But I thought that if I played this persona of being good at something outside of that place, then it's all gonna be okay. Because if mm-hmm. people think that I'm good, then I am good. This is kind of really concerning. <laughs> Um, honestly, like, let's talk about how that translates into, like, teenagehood nowadays. So, I've stopped gymnastics since, like, the start of quarantine. Honestly, I just, I don't study in SBCB, and I didn't want to do gymnastics online. So, I just decided, like, oh, okay, I can quit gymnastics for now. I was thinking about it anyway, and I can just, like, work out at home, since I know all of these conditioning things. Okay, that kind of concerned me for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. This is all for the podcast. Don't worry. These are all past experiences. They're all in the past now. Um, but like at the start of quarantine, I had this like weird obsession when it came to working out because I was like, okay, so all my peers in gymnastics are still doing gymnastics, so I should be working out or doing something. So I would literally force myself to do like a Chloe Ting workout every day and like conditioning and all that stuff, right? And you know, at first it was fine. It was like really healthy. I would wake up at like 10, work out at 11, and then go on with the rest of my day, right? Fine and dandy. But sometimes I would like play like all day, feel guilty at like 3 a.m. and then start working out, which first of all, don't do that. (laughs) Honestly, like that was really terrible for me. But I kind of just, like, at the time, I passed it off as, like, oh, it's just quarantine stress. It's totally not something so much worse than literally being in a global pandemic. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know if having an eating disorder was worse than a pandemic, but I don't know. That fucks you up, especially when you're just at home. I've changed my environment since then, I guess. Like, I've, like, moved rooms. Does that make sense? I don't know. I think that, that physical moving of like rooms and places changed my mental state because I don't know like after that month of literally being obsessed with working out I was like oh shit that was really terrible so instead of um instead of forcing myself to do that I would cope with like quarantine by just playing online games (laughs) did you do that too too. yeah oh my god I mean it's a good way to relieve stress like god when I'm mad I play cod and it relieves (laughs) my stress it helps yeah it does honestly i love like games nowadays (laughs) that's such a weird phrase but like i have such like a such of a such a workaholic oh my god i keep stuttering i'm so sorry i'm such a workaholic um so like being able to just escape into a game is so good to me you know you feel me (laughs) i think i think that's my whole story Mm -hmm. i forgot what i was saying going back to like relieving stress 
um yeah. i asked my mom about it actually like what can i do to relieve stress really and she told me you can work out and i was like oh I, no i'm doing online gym by the way and we're doing it three times a week so there was i think this happened like when was this february of 2021 so very recent actually that's when i asked her like what should i do when i'm stressed and she told me you can work out and at that time i also learned how to ride a bike so here's my timeline Every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, I had gym, like, training. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the days, I would work out and then bike after, like, right after. I have no idea how I was able to do that, like, physically. Like, how was I not... Physically I and mentally, are you okay? <laughs> like, to me, I like biking because, like, it felt like an escape of some sort. Like, I was running, except I was cycling. It's so unhealthy to do that. To be honest, I'm still not over the dieting thing like sometimes i actually still feel really guilty about eating carbs right now but like at that time doing that much workouts and not eating enough bro i think that's why i was so tired during my last few months of school oh my god it's all coming back now (laughs) um it was so bad i enjoyed it at that time but then looking at it now it really affected me to me I thought that it was normal. And the way you just reacted right now, I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't normal. That doesn't seem um, normal at all, honestly. Yeah. Like, like, imagine every single day I worked out for, like, at least two hours. It's giving Olympian vibes, but we're actually not Olympians. We're just sick. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how am I alive? What the heck? Right? It's so concerning, because, like, how did I do that for years and years? Mm-hmm. Like, how did I fuck up my workout, eating, and, like, body image, like... for years and didn't even realize it at the time like it's only when you start feeling the effects like when you start feeling weak oh my god sorry time uh this is like a side note but one time in seventh grade one of my friends she like passed out because oh my god God. yeah she's fine now she's fine don't worry (laughs) and then like after that she opened up to me about her eating disorder i was like i was really sympathetic obviously because i was like it kind of made me realize like okay first of all i'm really concerned about you and second of all shit like what if i do have that because yeah like it just made me realize like oh so people who think about their body and food all the time are probably not okay mentally and i was like yeah oh yeah but i never really told anyone until like grade 10 i don't know i convinced myself it was normal because i was still doing gymnastics at the time and honestly i love gymnastics like i love yeah the sports i love like being the center of attention um i love scores even if i didn't do well but there are times where you still base your self-worth off of the scores and all that stuff and it's it's really bad honestly that's kind of why i didn't really like training in club gymnastica either like as much as sbcp had like a body shaming culture club gymnastica is probably so much worse okay yeah (laughs) because like it's not especially yeah surrounded with really really strong people like these if you see them they're very strong like you can tell that they are the beauty standard yeah at least in sbcp you can like bond with your gym mates Mm -hmm. and be like hey both of us are not ideal coach's body type but it's okay but when you go to club gymnastica i feel stares but in a bad way like the older gymnasts look at you like oh so Mm -hmm. you're just like a child who probably can't even do like basic skills and whatever this is a side note but i will give svcp the fact that we probably had the best form like we weren't the best at like strength and muscles and stuff but we were like pretty good at form bro we were so graceful like right we could be ballet dancers well i was a ballet dancer for a few years 
But oh my god! Wait, oh, same. <laughs> Me for a summer. Um, I did ballet for like two years. Really? Before I did gymnastics. That's actually why I got into gymnastics. Oh, I haven't said that. Oh my gosh, I was that was supposed to be at the start of it's the okay. podcast. <laughs> but I got into gymnastics because of ballet. Because my mom was a ballet dancer. Okay, oh. thinking about that, I feel like she might have had an eating disorder as well. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, I need to check up on her soon. Anyway, yeah, you should. Um, I feel like yeah. sports that handle with like wearing leotards are very traumatizing. For yep. example, ballet, yeah. gymnastics, cheerleading, maybe even dance, I guess. Like yeah. jazz dancers, I don't know. I feel like all of these people, or maybe even just sports in general, like at this point, like just sports in general fucks you up so much, especially about eating disorders and stuff. Because there's always this standard for everything. Oh my gosh, now that I realize that, everyone probably has a mental disorder now at this point. Oh my god, I don't know what that is. Like, why is our generation just obsessed with sports? Um, I don't know if, yeah. like, if it's everyone, but so it's just the culture like I grew up in, right? It, like, even though I'm not like a Polinian, I grew up in SVCP basically. And I swear to god, you can interview like any Polinian and they'll probably have like an extracurricular or like be on like a varsity or something or even it's, both sometimes you know it's actually a requirement for you to have an extracurricular and spcp okay so that's probably it but also like yeah, the, i don't the, know they the, really contributed the to the culture program thing it's like a requirement for all students to take and it's like you either do like there are different centers so like their center for sports center for visual arts their center for music etc etc but center for sports was the biggest so that's probably why a lot of athletes are in St. Paul. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like, though, that extracurricular program being a requirement is bad. Not really bad, like, I don't know. I feel like being part of an an extracurricular and making it a requirement for all students or else they fail is really bad to me. Like, yeah, the same thing with gymnastics. Like, if you don't have an extracurricular then you're just a student. You're flavorless. You're boring. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. yeah like, I think it's, like, fine to have extracurriculars, right? Because if not, you're probably just going to end up being obsessed with school and academic validation, which isn't good. Yeah, but yeah. I ended up having both yeah. anyway. But that's a side note. <laughs> the mm-hmm. main point is, like, it's good to socialize outside of, like, school, it's outside awesome. of academia, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But in SVCP... Um, you're usually surrounded with the same people every day when it comes to like a yeah. sport or the gift program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's good that we're nurturing a young, like a generation of like so many young athletes and artists and musicians yeah. and all that. Like, that's so yeah. good. Like, good for them. Like, you are a really talented school, SBCP. Mm-hmm. But also like, I don't know, making it a requirement can lead to, like, some people just settling for a sport that they didn't even yeah. want. Or some yeah, people, yeah. like, I don't know, just feeling, like, an immense amount of pressure when it comes to it. Because at the end of the day, um, they choose their, like, their specific gift program, right? But they didn't choose to be in gift. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, like, indirectly, like, you're just kind of forced to be here, but also you chose this, you know? Yeah, yeah. The program is, like, you just don't have a choice, like... I have friends who move, like, from sports to learning a new language. Wow. I actually have a friend who moved from dance to learning Mandarin. She can't do dance because of a health issue. So she has to resort to doing Mandarin, which I think that's the bad part about it because she doesn't want to do Mandarin. I feel like 
oh, the gift really? program should be something optional because some people don't want, you know, an extracurricular or like they're, you know, having a, me- a mental problem, like a health problem that stops them from doing the thing that they want. So I feel like that program is kind of toxic. It's like a bittersweet relationship. Like it's good that you're developing something outside of academics, but it also forces you to become another persona of yourself. I'm not even a Polonian, right? So I don't think I have the right to mm-hmm. speak about the gift program as much as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the end, I did choose gymnastics every single day. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's just because I had this like weird relationship with both school and gymnastics at the time. Like, as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, it kind of is just like a feedback loop from hell because at school, when I did mediocre, I'd be like, oh no, it's okay because I'm also a gymnast and I'm good at gymnastics, right? And that's how mm-hmm. people viewed me like at the time. People were like, oh wow, like look at this one girl. She like did gymnastics like as a talent in grade seven at the talent show. She's like yeah. in the gymnastics scene. She's varsity at classic science. That is so cool. She's yeah. like the only gymnast here. So I took a lot of pride in that at the time because I was like, okay, it's okay if I'm not good at school because I'm good at gymnastics. But when I got to the gym, I'd be like, it's okay if I'm not good in gymnastics because I'm good at school. And I don't know, I would just intertwine those even though they didn't have to be. I think that just comes from mm-hmm. like putting your self-worth into what others think of you. I think that that's like a process mentally, like to be able to not only love but accept yourself for who you are. Because right now, my relationship with myself is so on and off because most days, yeah. like most days like six out of seven days i'm doing fine right i'm doing great actually like mm-hmm. i look at my body i'm like and i'm like yeah good for you i love that tummy like body positivity mo- moment like i love that but there are some days where i kind of just like relapse and trickle back to my mindset where i'm like never mind i feel like shit therefore i am shit therefore i need to do this and yeah. that and you know like i don't know feeling like shit really like for my whole childhood without realizing it really turned into me wanting validation from others even if that's gymnastics or school because if i didn't do well in gymnastics i'd be like okay i still have academic validation and if i didn't do good in school i'd be like it's okay i still get validation from my coaches i used to always get praised for floor which is probably why it's my favorite but i don't know when i was on the floor like i felt like i was dancing i have a love-hate relationship with gymnastics honestly but floor was my time to shine because not only did the coaches praise me but i think i did so well like i loved performing i loved like putting on a show for people yeah yeah honestly i enjoyed competitions i just hated the whole idea behind it like you're supposed you're there to measure your skills with all of these other gymnasts and that kind of resonated to my how i look at myself now like what you said I have really bad self-esteem. I mean, I'm building it up. It's It was much, much worse before. And like, I'm proud of myself. Not gonna lie. Like, period. Um, <laughs> I just feel like competing for so many years and then seeing yourself not improve as much. Oh my god. Like, Absolutely. Like, if yeah. I wanted to collect all of my scorecards before, but then for some reason, coach always kept them. Okay. Like, I wanted to keep all of them because I wanted to see my progress. Now I'm glad I didn't. Because, like, if I'm still seeing it until now, my self-esteem might be even lower. I don't think I ever kept a scorecard. Maybe I have, like, a few. But I remember, I have this, like, memory in Bacolod or, like, in any competition. My mm-hmm. parents, I think my dad specifically, he would 
get my scorecard, me and my sibling, and he would take a picture of it. So I feel like he just has a collection of like all the scorecards over the years. And as much as I would love to view that and be like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. Like as a child, I did this. But I don't know. Like as a child, I wasn't thinking about the 8.5 that I got. I was thinking about the 1.5. Like where did I go wrong? Like did I fall? Did I wobble? What are, like I'm computing all of the deductions in my head. Oh my god, Mm -hmm. this is a side note, but when you mentioned like eating, breathing, and sleeping gymnastics, it just hit me that I was like that, but mentally. I even used to watch like gymnastics YouTube channels. Like, (laughs) did you also do that? I had an obsession, man. Yeah. Gymnastics was my whole personality because like in school, I was known. Oh my gosh, she's the one who's like in gymnastics varsity, she performs like this. Yeah. And it like, it literally became my personality, especially in like sixth grade because that was the first year i became varsity so you know i felt so cool like wow i'm varsity and all that even though i'm literally having or i'm developing mental health issues along the way (laughs) it's it it was a good environment but it's also toxic to be in one i feel like that applies also to any other extracurricular like wow i have these achievements but then and like I have all of these credentials, but then at the end of the day, always has like a takeaway from you. Like it takes away something about your self esteem, and it takes away something from like how you think about yourself, and that's really, really bad. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I think that's like all things in life. There is a balance yeah. to be put in place when it comes to feeling validated that you're good at this mm-hmm. thing, but also like not basing your whole self-worth and personality on it i was definitely on the latter side i would (laughs) did i mention i was a gymnast even like until now i feel the need to say like oh i'm a gymnast even though i'm not anymore the gymnastics youtube channel part like earlier i would watch like first of all i would watch the olympics and any world championships right and i would enjoy it because i could detach myself from these level 10 gymnasts i would be like oh um even though like i think i should look like them I probably don't because I'm still in uh, level four. And I think that has helped me heal a bit because like even now when I watch like the Olympics or anything and like instead of thinking about like my body or anything like that, I just think about like, wow, isn't it amazing that these young women have the power to do this and that? And yeah. like, wow, look at them. They're literally Olympians. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like that really helped proud me. for them instead of feeling bad for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was, that's like the ideal um environment when it comes to gymnastics like i think it's good mm-hmm. that we create an environment where you can cultivate your talents right i think that was the goal of like the whole gift program but it kind of backfired because if you make that really like required and some people just sell yeah not good yeah. <laughs> i'm not even in the gift program but you know i still mm-hmm. grew up with that culture anyways yeah. <laughs> okay um you have anything more to say faith no Honestly, yeah, oh I think we opened up a really interesting conversation. Yay. If you guys I want, like a lot yeah. of people can relate to what we just talked about, especially athletes. I don't know if I'll send this to our other old gymnastic friends. Maybe just Isha, because I'm still friends <laughs> with Isha. I'm not close with the other gymnasts well, hi, anymore. Isha. Hi, Isha! Shout out. <laughs> I'm sorry for leaving you on scene earlier. <laughs> if you want to like continue talking about this, you can tweet me at at Ayobuhin. Um, you can also comment on my Instagram. I'll do like a whole post there. I'll also do like a story. I think this is like a really interesting conversation to have. Thank you again to Faith. Honestly, like thank you oh so much, God. Faith. Like it's such an honor, honestly. This is so much fun. You're my first guest. Like, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's honestly really I feel safe talking to you so like I didn't really hold back on some stuff yeah I love that so much <laughs> honestly like um you're like one of my oldest friends like I know we weren't like really close like during our gymnastics times but I yeah. love that now we but can now still we bond are, over like, yeah like that's really nice um this is a side note but I never really felt like I was in a group in gymnastics and the fact that now yeah. I can bond with people individually like you and Asia even if it's not in a group yeah. freaking amazing I love that so much it feels <laughs> so great um I think that's all I have to say do you, do you have any message <laughs> anything you want to um, say I guess the people who do relate to what we just talked about I'm sorry that you're going through some stuff yeah. I know it's really hard like for me it's really hard to recover from like all of the things I've been through and that's not even everything in gymnastics like that's just a part of all the shit I went through so yeah I hope that you felt validated through this episode like I just want to say if you're an athlete and Mm -hmm. you're still struggling with your body image or anything I just want to say that I'm so proud of you and you're enough yeah like I never felt enough in my childhood so I just want to say that out loud and like <laughs> your skills or like your scores doesn't really define you as a person or like as a whole yeah and you shouldn't be using that as a way to validate yourself because the way you validate yourself shouldn't be based off of numbers yeah I think that's it's really easy to say as teens and like more mature people now but as a child you really can't help it so mm-hmm. Honestly, like, one day you're going to grow up, one day you're going to quit gymnastics, and one day you're going to, like, go off to college, move, like, someplace, and you're going to be so glad that you didn't think and fixate on your one gymnastics score. So I promise you, it is not a big deal, even if you make it a big deal in your head. Like, (sighs) anyways, this has been, like, really healing, just, like, mentally. Yeah, this was really good. This felt really good. Yeah, I love this conversation. Um, To, like, open up and stuff. It felt really good. Yeah, I think we're going to continue to talk about this, like, even outside of the podcast. If I have any yeah. more interesting points, I'll, like, uh, tweet it. Also, I'm so sorry if we, like, started a bit <laughs> or if we, like, overlapped. This is my first time having a guest again, so thank you yeah. so much, Faith. Uh, thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Faith, say goodbye. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>